At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Greg Peterson experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the sports betting network. This is Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network, and welcome into the conference tournament portion of the college basketball season as those get started up on Monday with the Atlantic Sun Conference Tournament. Not necessarily the biggest of the big games that are going to be going down, but those are going to be going down, so we're going to be previewing those. We're going to be taking a look at a wide look at just Everything in sports. We had some good XFL action this week, so we're going to be giving you guys what we noticed there, turning it forward to week three of the XFL, no doubt about it. Taking a look at college basketball and all that we've been getting on that front, a little bit of NFL features, and so much more. As joining me in hour number one, Dave Tooley does great work at the network. He's got many systems that have been profitable for him for so long, and I always say this, and it is so true. He takes a look at darn near every single betting market on the face of planet Earth. He's going to be joining me in 15 minutes. I know that he's got a few plays just really all across the board. It looks like he's got an XFL play. It looks like he's got a few plays for the NHL. He's been doing a great job with his first period system. So we're going to be talking about that with Dave in 15 minutes. In 30 minutes, we're going to be joined by Dwayne Colucci. Speaking of the NHL, he does a great job. Taking a look at the landscape there as he is the Rampart Race and Sportsbook Director. We're going to be chatting with him about that. 
what we all noticed from a very good weekend of college basketball and how in the world did the Mr. Paul fight get booked as well. So we're going to be taking a look at Paul Fury and so much more there in our number two, Albert Wynn. You know him better as the analytics capper. He does great work over at Action Network. He's going to be joining me. We're going to be taking a look at a few futures. We're going to be taking a look the way that he's playing things in terms of the NBA as well. Now that is back in our lives. These players are back from break. So we're going to be talking to Albert about that in our number two and our number three. Going to be taking a look at some XFL and some college basketball with Kobe Dant, who does great work over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And, I mean, you just see the swings in terms of styles, in terms of the NBA to college basketball as well, because we saw it happen with regards to the Sunday slate of college basketball. Tulsa got held to 14 points in the first half against Central Florida. And you saw Damian Lillard go off for a 41-point first half with the Portland Trailblazers against the Houston Rockets Sunday night. He finishes up with 71 points. By the way, I mean, man, you want to talk about just things being harebrained, things being wonky. If you take a look at the way that overs have been hitting, really in all forms of basketball, it has been pretty white hot recently. I've been taking a look at this in terms of college basketball. If you want to take a look at just the last 30 days and the last 30 days only, the over rate is somewhere in the neighborhood of about 55.3 to 55.5%. It depends upon what book you use, closing numbers, whether or not it was closed, hour before close, something of that nature, but it's been right in that neighborhood. Meanwhile, if you take a look at the NBA thus far this season, you have been seeing quite a few overs in that league, though over the last 30 days it's been little bit more to the under bookmakers have certainly had to shade up their totals quite a bit but it is so interesting to be taking a look at because it is a landscape just in sports in general in which things are very cyclical you just notice that in the NBA you get a big run of unders and then you get a big run of overs and we're right now waiting on that in college basketball having done college basketball for a very long time I cannot remember a run quite like the one that we have been seeing. You're actually able to extend it past the last 30 days. If you take a look at the last, we're going to call it 40 or so days, the overstreak is still at over 55% over the last 40 days. So it has been very interesting to take a look at. And you always want to be taking a look at causes with regards to this as well. And I do think that it is very important to try to be able to get to the why. Because when you take a look at your bets and you're able to be like, all right, this one hit, this one did not hit. You want to be able to take a look back and discover, okay, why was I correct here and why was I wrong here? Because you're able to discover so much because of it. There are some bets that you're going to get right that you probably should not have. I'm looking at myself with that Iowa bet a couple days ago. I mean, that was a wrong side loser all the way through, and then somehow, some way, Iowa gets a miracle, they go to overtime, they get that one through. Anyone, much like myself, that had Michigan today as well. That's another one that you got very, very fortunate on. I am counting my lucky stars there. Meanwhile, you take a look at a game like the under in Murray State versus Valparaiso, where in regulation, neither team gets a 65 points. I had the under, that one lost. I'm able to take a look at that loss and think, you know what? I handicapped that pretty well. The Michigan versus Wisconsin game, not so well, even though it got there. And I think that that is very important to be doing because 
You take a look at the results, and yes, the was the Michigan bet that is going to show up as a W in the system. And yes, the under in Valparaiso versus Murray State, which that closing total was 148, by the way, that is going to show up as a loss. But you're able to go back, you're able to take inventory of what you're getting. I think that that is just so important to be doing because it certainly has been a very interesting year in college basketball, to say the least. And what I've been noticing a lot with regards to these totals, because I mean, I've been a little bit dumbfounded myself. Yes, anyone that really handicaps college basketball as to what we've been seeing with this overrate, they'd be probably giving you a pretty similar answer to myself that it is pretty unprecedented. And something that I have been noticing is that the overs, they're barely squeaking over. Let's say you've got a 140 total, just throwing out there, an arbitrary number. You're getting a lot of games where it's like, 72 to 70, 72, 71, just spitballing numbers once again. And then some of these unders, you got a total of 150, and neither team gets the 65 points. So it is one of those things where these games are barely creeping over. And I've also noticed I need to take a look to see how many overtimes there have been in past years. But just to me, thinking aloud here, it feels like there's been so many more overtime games this year in college basketball than there have been in past years. And that's really not something that is very easily predictive. You're able to take a look year after year, and you're able to be like, okay, typically three and a half, four and a half, insert your number here, games go to overtime. And then if you take a look this year, it's, well, it's, it's a little bit larger. Like, I'm taking a look at the amount of college basketball games that we've had over the last three days, and doing the mental math in my head, we have had... 1,550 college basketball games, and we have had 104 of them go to overtime. That's, if I did the math correctly in my head, right around 7 or so percent, give or take a little bit. And that just, to me, feels significantly higher than typically what we find. Typically, I would expect it to be more like 5 or so percent, and let's call it what it is. They don't call it undertime. They call it overtime, but I do think that that is very important to take a look at. I do think that that is contributing a lot to it. Now, games that have not went to overtime in the last 30 days in college basketball, according to our good friends at Covers, they still went over the total at 52.8%. So that clearly does not explain all of it. I do think that a lot of it has to do with you just see the amount of points and you have sort of a concept because if you have, we're going to call it, three performances of 70 points and then you got one performance where you just lay a big giant sinker you put up their 40 points you do the math that's 250 points over the course of four games that's an average of fewer than 64 points per game but yet you're still getting to 70 on a relatively consistent basis so they always teach you in school the mean medium and, and mode you want to be taking all three of those into account when it comes to college basketball and that's something that I'm finding that I'm needing to do as well. And something that I think that I need to do and something else I think that everyone else needs to do as well, just sort of taking a look at what we all got this weekend. I know that there were a lot of opinions on that Fury versus Paul fight. And I'm going to be asking Dwayne Colucci in about 20 or so minutes, give or take, as to how that fight was booked. But, I mean, it was very interesting to say the least. It generated a lot of hoopla on social media and... There have been a lot of people that have come on and said, you know what, this isn't real boxing. What the heck are we doing here? 
Well, if you feel that way, don't watch a fight, don't buy the fight, don't buy ESPN+, Plus, don't buy the pay-per-views, and you know what? It will go away. What I'm finding is that it's actually drawing up a little bit of something for a sport that I do like in terms of boxing. I've got my qualms with boxing, and I'm sure even the boxing purists out there would tell you the same thing. You know what? There are some changes that need to be made to this sport because, I mean, I'm someone that I grew up watching a lot of ESPN Classic, watching a lot of those old-school Muhammad Ali fights, watching just so many of those old guys be able to go at it in the ring, and that's something that has just been lost in this day and age, but you know what? Entertainment is entertainment, and when it comes to sports betting, I always say this, money is money. Doesn't matter if you're betting the Super Bowl. Doesn't matter if you're betting the biggest of the big college basketball games. If you're betting the World Series or if you're betting Korean baseball. If you're looking at insert your foreign soccer league here. If you are finding success in betting a lot of these fights. If you're having a good time doing it. You know what? Why should you be apologizing about what you enjoy? And clearly there are people that enjoy watching these Jake Paul fights. There were... Probably a lot of people, I don't know the exact numbers in terms of viewership for this fight, but you know what? If there's a market out there, if you're able to make money on it, don't apologize for any of it. And if you enjoy these fights, just keep on tuning in. If you don't, continue your protests of it. But it is what it is, is what I always like to say, and entertainment is entertainment. We can't tell people what to necessarily like. Like, there are some people that like different restaurants than I do, and that's perfectly fine. You keep the restaurants that you like in business. I'll keep the restaurants that I like in business as well. So I do think that it's going to be very fascinating to see what happens next with that. And a man that does a great job of being able to take a look at a little bit of everything, our good friend Dave Tooley here at the network. He joins me next. He's got some plays for Monday right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities, 
and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. VSN is excited to announce the launch of three new shows that cover the dynamic sports betting markets like no one else can with some fresh concepts and some great pairings heading into the new season of sports. VSN will continue to deliver all the news analysis and insights that you've come to expect from your favorite team of sports betting experts, the new lineup is coming on Monday right here on VSIN as it is a Greg Peterson experience on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Not too many changes made to this show. We're going to be an hour earlier on most of the Sunday slash very, very, very early Mondays if you're out there on the East Coast. But as that, this show is relatively maintaining its normal time slot. So happy about that. Always happy to be bringing in your early morning slash late night with you. And a man that joins me every single Sunday slash very early Monday on this show is Dave Tooley. He does amazing work here at the network. He takes a look at darn near every single betting market on the face of planet Earth. And Dave, it's great to have you aboard tonight. Thank you. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, when you know when the NFL season ended, I was kind of wondering, mm, I wonder if they'll keep having me on. <laughs> but uh yeah even though i miss the nfl uh, yeah, we got the xfl football uh nba and nhl you know daily cards and definitely on the weekends i even had some college basketball games today uh you mentioned the uh tommy fury jake paul fight fury uh, paid plus 160 <laughs> chris kirk golf 25 to 1 i actually bet uh kyle bush uh, to win the NASCAR race at eight to one, so that, that was a nice little bonus uh, for my Sunday, and has me excited for the uh, the Cup race in Vegas here next week. So yeah, just uh, yeah, action packed uh, in the weekends, and yeah, glad to recap them here and uh, look ahead with the, the future best. Absolutely, and even though the events might not be super duper blockbusters or anything like that, you know what? Money is money. It doesn't matter if you're betting on the Super Bowl. Doesn't matter if you're betting on a NASCAR race. Doesn't matter if you're betting on Southland basketball. Wherever you're able to make money, you're able to do so. And 
on top of all of your duties here at the network, Dave, you also had the chance to try some Culver's. Founded by a great <laughs> UW Oshkosh graduate, what did you think of the restaurant? Because I know that you said on the show last week that you were going to be able to give it a try because you're out there in the great state of Arizona. So just give me a little bit of your thoughts of it. Yeah, actually, I didn't go inside at all. I just went through the drive through But uh, I did enjoy it. Uh, had a double cheeseburger and fries and a shake. Um, I'm, I'm an In-N-Out guy, so I, I, I'd still rank it behind In-N-Out, just a personal preference. But uh, the fries are definitely better than in and out <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, so, no, I'll definitely add it to my itinerary when I'm you know, visiting my oldest kid at uh, Northern Arizona University in Flagstaff. Absolutely. And like I was saying with that Jake Paul fight as well, what do you like is what you like. It does not matter if you're someone that you consume a lot of soccer, football, what have you. As long as you like the sports that you like, that's fine. Same goes for restaurants as well. But Something that I found to be very fascinating is I know you do a great job of taking a look at all forms of football. You were mentioning that you didn't know if you'd be on after the NFL season. Well, we still have football in our lives, Dave, and I know you're doing a great job of taking a look at the XFL. And my biggest takeaways from the first two weeks of XFL betting, it feels like the bookmakers have finally gotten the totals right on one of these ancillary football leagues because we noticed a relatively equal split between overs and unders the first two weeks of the XFL. Yeah, the uh, the overs actually went three and one in week one, but as, as I wrote about in my column at, at Beeson.com, uh, there was 160 points scored in week one in the four games, so exactly 40 points per game. So, so they weren't going over by a lot, like like, like you were talking about with some of the college basketball games, and so. Um, yeah, it just happened that three of the four went over in week one. Well, we saw the reversal this this weekend with the unders in three of the four games. Um, unfortunately, I had the under in the only game that went over. But uh, be that as it may, uh, over-unders are four and four through the first two weeks. And uh, like you said, the, the odds makers uh, are setting pretty solid numbers uh, from the beginning of the season. Yeah, they've been able to do a really good job with those. And it looks like you actually have a little bit of an XFL play. For week number three as well, it looks like you're taking a look at the Brahmas versus Houston Roughnecks game. And I know out here at Circa, if you're looking to dive in on a lot of these XFL openers, they've been doing a really good job of posting these up early before anyone else. Take me through what you do like in the Brahmas versus Roughnecks game that we're going to be seeing on Sunday. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't look for the opening lines last Sunday night because I, I didn't think they would be up. So I don't know if they were or not. They but, actually uh, were. Yeah, I, I, they were, okay. And But I actually yeah, I did look tonight, and I saw they were up, and so I, I did a quick handicap of the game. And, uh, yeah, I like the San Antonio Brahmas, um, you know, getting plus four against the Houston Roughnecks. That's the opening number. Uh, Houston was a middle-of-the-pack team in the, in the future book market, uh, but then they, yeah, they blew out Orlando 33-12 in week one. And then in the nightcap tonight, they beat Arlington 23-14. So now they're, they're in the plus 350 favorite at Circa in, in the future book. Um, but uh, so, you know, and they, they've covered both their games. So I, I think it's going to, you know, this line, I think, you know, will probably only go up. Uh, so I, I think betting the plus four now is the way to go. Uh, San Antonio lost their, their opener 18-15 uh, to St. Louis, who's one of the other uh future book favorites. Uh, so yeah, so they only lost by a field goal and then they bounced back and they 
beat Orlando almost by as many points as Houston beat them last week. So, so I, I, I think this is going to be pretty, should be closer to a pick em. I do think that it's very interesting to take a look at a lot of these numbers as well with regards to the XFL, just because the critical numbers, they aren't as critical as you're going to find in the NFL with the option of going for one, two, and three. I know that we were talking with Kobe Dan, and we're going to be talking with them a little bit later on the show that two might be the new three in the XFL. And I do think that that's interesting to take a look at as well. And I know that you, Dave, also do a great job with your NHL system. And I know that you've got a few plays that you're looking at for Monday. How have you been utilizing your XFL system? Because I know that you sort of shorten up the game. You take a look at a lot of first period scoring. And what are you going to be on for Monday? Yeah, the, yeah, the first period overs. Yeah, back in 2019, uh, uh, Mitch and Polly on the Follow the Money show really turned me on to these, and we had a great uh, winter and spring then. Um, yeah, they haven't been as strong since then, but uh, they, they did start good uh, for us after football season uh, with the first period overs. I, I usually take, take the two of the favorites because they're usually favorites around minus 140, minus 150, and so I parlay them uh, to get a nice juicy plus payoff. And, and hope that you know both of them go over the one and a half over under for the first period. So so Monday, um, Red Wings play the Ottawa Senators. Uh, the Senators are the number five uh, first period over team. Uh, they they combined to hit at fifty seven point four percent between the two of them. Um, DraftKings has it uh, at minus one fifty for over one and a half goals. Uh, and then I'm tying that with the Vancouver Canucks against the Dallas Stars. The Canucks have the the top first period over team, uh, 17 of the last 21, 44 and 15 overall. Um, these two teams combined hit uh, 58%. So, and then that's only minus 140. And the parlay payoff pays plus 186. So, uh, again, looking to get each of those to get to two goals in the first 20 minutes. I do think that that's a good way of being able to take a look at it as well because when you take a look at the first period in the NHL, that also does take out of the fold the empty net sort of scenarios as well. as We saw, I forget which team it was, a goalie actually score a goal. I believe it was for the Boston Bruins over the weekend as well, which it's always rather fun to be able to take a look at it. Always fun to be able to take a look at the NBA because it does feel like we're seeing some really good player performances. We saw Damian Lillard drop nine, or we saw him drop 71, I should say, on Sunday. If he would have dropped 91, we really would have had something <laughs> there. But at 71, still not too shabby, but don't think we're going to see any 71-point scores in this one. But I know that you're taking a little bit of a look at the uh, Philadelphia 76ers and Miami Heat game. What are you taking a look at for this game? Uh, yeah, I've got the Heat plus six. Uh, this is an actual uh, anti-swagger play against the 76ers uh, who just had their five-game winning streak snapped on Saturday against the Celtics. Although, if you saw the end of that game, Joel Embiid actually threw a 70-foot uh, shot in at the uh, just after the buzzer. <laughs> just just left his hand just a fraction of a second too late. But, uh, but again, I, I think a little bit of a letdown spot after dropping that game, which I think, you know, they, they put a lot into that, obviously, going against the Celtics. So I, I think that he can uh, you know, stay within the number here. Yeah, but that was such an interesting finish as well. I mean, man, if that would have counted, that would have been so nice. I, <laughs> I, I still think it's worthy of showing out a bunch of highlight reels and everything like that because, I mean, it was still absolutely incredible, and it's almost as incredible 
as the work that you do here at the network, Dave. Like I said, you do a great job of being able to gauge just about everything that we're seeing in the betting market and always do appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Um, no problem. Have a great week, everyone. We got an NBA pick. We got an XFL pick. We got NHL picks and a Culver's review. Now, if that's not a full segment, I don't know what is. That is an experience inside of the experience from Dave Tooley. A big thanks to him. And coming up next, we head on over to the Rampart Race and Sportsbook. Their sportsbook director, Dwayne Colucci, is going to talk to me about how the action came through this weekend right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa and the Sports Bay Network. Welcome back. This segment of the Great Peterson Experience is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, which is the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or they don't provide the satisfaction that you are looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free, plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zen online or find a store that is nearest you at Zen.com. That is ZYN.com today and a warning that this is a product that contains nicotine and nicotine. It is an addictive chemical as we are back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa and the Sports Bank Network. Great to be joined by Dwayne Colucci. He is the Rampart Race and Sportsbook Director. Joins me every Sunday at this time slot. And Dwayne, it's always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Greg. Always a pleasure to join you. It's always great to have you aboard, and we'll dive into some NHL and college basketball in a minute, but we got something unique on Sunday with the Paul Fury fight. How did this get booked by you guys, and just what was the overall response to it? Because I know that there's a lot of people that are on social media, they're hating on the Paul versus Fury fight, but it doesn't appear as though ratings are necessarily doing too bad, and you know what? We're talking boxing on this show, which... That's something that typically does not happen. So, you know what? If they were looking to, at the very least, get a little bit of buzz, mission accomplished. Yeah, definitely. And we got, uh, you know, some excellent handles. Some of my shop guys were actually taking uh, Fury in this fight. So, you know, it was a tough outcome. And uh, definitely there was some heightened interest here. And especially when you saw, uh, you know, a lot of the broadcasting that uh, Floyd Mayweather couldn't sell a ticket over in uh, England in an exhibition match. There's definitely some heightened interest now with the Paul brothers and the way they present themselves. One now is in wrestling, but this fight definitely definitely, uh, you know, had some heightened handle and attraction. And, uh, you know, ESPN supporting it as well, Greg, definitely helps, you know, uh, when they have the ESPN Plus uh, pay-per-view and they're attracting some attention. Uh, it, it was a great handle, I'll be honest with you. And very interesting to see how these Paul brothers play it out. Yep, and it builds up what is going to be a really interesting month plus of boxing as well as that Jermaine Franklin and Anthony Joshua fight, I know, is going to be a big one. Joshua, massive favorite in that one. And then the yeah. plant fight is going to be a big one as well. That's going to be out here in Las Vegas in about four or so weeks. So, you know what? Boxing on a little bit of an upswing. And something else that's on an upswing, scoring in college basketball. I talked about this a little bit in the first segment. We have seen over the last 30 days in college basketball, right around 55.5% of games go over the total. What have you made from this on the other side of the counter? Because 
I know that typically bookmakers are hoping that the overrate is a little bit below 50%. No doubt about it. It's not like you guys want like a 10% overrate or something like that because people will catch on very, very fast and just blindly bet the under on every single game and it would be very easy cash. But I know that for you guys on the other side of the counter, this is not ideal for you guys. And it's just one of those things that I think is so strange because typically you see a lot of games go under with regards to conference playing college basketball. And we've been seeing the opposite this year. Yeah, definitely. You know, like you said, 56% over the last week, a, a perfect example and a sample size. But you anticipate when, uh, you know, conference play starts to heat up and tighten up like it should now prior to conference tournaments, you would think there would be some unders. But yeah, definitely a plethora of scoring, Greg. And it's been definitely uh, an adjustment that we have had to make as bookmakers. And you're seeing a lot of these games even today. You know, uh, you're seeing a team like Providence put up 88 points, uh, St. Bonnie's 89 points. These are gaudy, gaudy totals. And definitely, you know, I own a 93 points. Where is this scoring coming from? And it's definitely a lack of defense you could see it there's more prolific scoring the three-pointer is now focused on by a lot of these conference teams and a lot of these conference matchups but uh, I'm anticipating some great handle heading into this tournament just because of the fact that we have an even landscape Greg you don't have that real monster team that is standing out uh, I mean we've seen Gonzaga once again they proved uh, their merit against St. Mary's over this weekend that was a great win Houston is continuing on at 27 and 2 you see UCLA 25 and 4, Alabama is strong. And, uh, you know, you saw a great, great game today uh, in the first matchup, uh, you know, with Michigan State and Iowa. So that was another good game where you saw a lot of scoring. So, yeah, you know, it's definitely going to be a great tournament. And we love it as bookmakers, just that the landscape is so even. Like I said, you don't have that standout team that is crushing us week in, week out. But, like you said, you know, with these totals, you have to make adjustments and be concise. You can't just. Uh, uh, sit back on your laurels as these overs start to roll in. So you will see some point adjustments similar to the NHL where we're seeing a lot of scoring this year and you're seeing a lot of scoring in the first period. You know, you and uh, uh, Dave were just talking about it. There are teams that you could just bet consistently over in the first period in the NHL. And there's been some college uh, teams that you could also definitely, uh, you know, hang your laurels on with the overs. So we're going to make our adjustments, Greg, as we always do. Chris does a fabulous job over at the South Point. His team definitely knows how to watch these lines and market it to the public so we can merit some great, great handles. Yeah, but I think that Casper the Friendly Ghost is the defensive coordinator for eight out of the ten West Coast Conference teams because, man, outside of St. Mary's, there's been no defense played at that entire conference. That has been right. interesting to take a look at. And you just mentioned something in that, it is a very equal landscape in terms of college basketball. You've got really nobody that is shorter than 6-1 to be able to win the title right now. Houston currently the number one team in all of college basketball. They took care of business over the weekend. They are not going to be losing that spot. But who are a few teams that you have been seeing a little bit of money coming on in terms of the futures market? Because I do think that it's very interesting. I'm sure that book to book, the liability is going to be very different on a lot of these teams because you just mentioned it. It's a wide open year. 
Yeah, definitely. And, you know, we saw some early money when UConn was really riding high. You know, they've leveled out now. They're at 22-7, and seven, so they took some early action. You're always going to see Gonzaga in the futures market, and now UCLA is very prominent. I mean, Cronin does such a fabulous job, and we have such close proximity to the California-Los Angeles area, so we're definitely going to see a lot more handle. You know, Arizona suffered a tough loss, but they're always popular in the futures market as well. And like we said, St. Mary's definitely playing great defense, Kansas. These are all popular teams in the futures market. But like you said, you know, definitely you have teams like Creighton that are right there. Even though they have 11 losses, they could definitely make noise in the tournament and could play competitive. Uh, you know, there's definitely teams like Kansas State, uh, Xavier, tons of teams out there, Greg. So we're seeing a lot of action definitely on UCLA. Like I said, they're very popular. Arizona, the teams that are on the West Coast are usually the teams that are focused on at my shop and at the South Point. And like I said, UConn attracted a lot of attention, and Houston just continues to win. You know, they take care of business. They're a very professional team. They're number one in the Kempom and at the top of the rankings. So keep an eye on this team. Two losses on the season, and you always have those dark horses like the Oral Roberts that only had four losses and teams like that that people are going to bet prior to the tournament knowing that they're going to clinch at big odds yep and speaking of taking care of business the boston bruins are continuing to take care of business they're right now on pace to be able to set a record for both wins and points in an nhl season what have you been making really just out of the nhl market and what we all saw the last week because something else that stood out to me as well is that the vegas golden knights dropped another one at home and it feels like with the city that I'm in, Las Vegas, with the Golden Knights, they've honestly been pretty pedestrian at home, but they've been juggernauts on the road. Yeah, and that's been surprising, Greg. They definitely have suffered some bad losses at home, and they don't—they uh, can't seem to beat Dallas, which is definitely a nemesis because Peter DeBoer is the coach there now. And you want to try and prove a point and uh, you know get over the hump, but this guy has a fabulous team and is doing a fabulous coaching job. So we're always going to see the futures market favorite uh, favor the Golden Knights. But like you said, it's been an interesting season. They're in uh, at the top of the Western Conference, but still. They definitely have some hiccups, and the goaltending is going to be a problem. I mean, as well as Brossois is playing, if Aiden Hill, uh, you know, Thompson, and we know Len is out for the season, you're looking at your top three goaltenders on the shelf, and now you're looking to a silver knight, uh, Laurent Brossois, who played fabulous but still lost a game. Jack Eichel could only do so much. No Mark Stone. Definitely the injury bug has hurt this team. Pietrangelo, uh, you know, took a bad penalty the other night, which ended that big five-game winning streak against Chicago. You can't lose games like that, Greg. They definitely have to maintain, and uh, although they're on the top of the Pacific Division, Edmonton is starting to score and find their stride. Los Angeles had a very tough road trip. They will recover. You know, they're at the end of that road trip. They didn't do too well, but they're still only two points behind the Golden Knights. And like you said, when you're looking at a Golden Knight team that is 17-5-5 and on the road and 18-13 and at the Fortress, there needs to be improvement at home. Absolutely. But one thing that is always up to snuff and one thing that is always terrific is the Rampart Race in Sportsbook, and that's because Dwayne Clucci, their director, does an amazing job there. And coming next... Let's dive into college basketball for this Monday right here on the Greg Peterson Experience. I'm Beeson, the Sports Bay Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the sports betting network. Sports fans, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for basketball and hockey. The NFL season is over, though. We've got some nice XFL action as well, and Bet Rivers is there for every blind odd and boost. Join us every week for new promotions like the Tuesday Hockey for a School Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game Parlay Bet and Get. Weekly pro basketball bet and get and so much more. Check out BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today as it's a whole new game. 
We're back here on the Greg Peters at Experience on Visa and the Sports Bank Network. First things first, a big thanks to the two guests that joined me the last two segments. We we had Dwayne Colucci over there at the Rampart Race and Sportsbook joining me, along with Dave Tooley, who does amazing work here at the network. We were able to get a little bit of everything out of those last two segments. A little bit on the Paul versus Fury fight, a little bit of NHL, a few picks from Dave on that front, where things are going in terms of the college basketball betting market and even got a Culver's review. Being someone from the great state of Wisconsin, that warmed my heart. So we got a little bit of everything going on and we've got a little bit of everything when it comes to college basketball as well. And I mentioned it at the top. We've now got conference tournament action going down in college basketball. You know what? Let's lead off right there. We've got two Atlantic Sun games. I recognize that. These are not necessarily the most rambunctious of games. These are not going to be teams that are most likely going to be going to the Final Four. As a matter of fact, I can assure you that Queens NC and Bellarmine will not be going to the Final Four due to NCAA sort of protocol. They are unable to make the NCAA tournament. I I think it's a dumb rule because you have to apparently be in the Division One level for three plus years in order to make the NCAA tournament. What advantage are these teams having going from the non-D1 level to the D1 level? I don't know, but that said, it is what it is. We put up with it, and we are schmucks for being able to make money on this. And you know what? Bellarmine and Queens, they can still make the CBI, CIT. So there's going to be still betting opportunities, and that's a little bit of a pro trip right there as well. Keep in mind that with regards to college basketball, you've got the NCAA tournament, but you've also got the NIT, you've got the CBI, and you've got the CIT. Your limits are going to be a little bit lower on those games in March, but you're able to make money on those games. Those games are not going to have, well, as much action in general, so you're going to be able to probably pick off the line a little bit easier as well. You're able to find just some nice betting angles on those, so always do keep that in mind. But how about if we get started with Florida Gulf Coast and Queens NC? This is 30657 Queens NC is... Anywhere between a one and a half to a two point favorite. And your total on this game, it is between 153 and 153 and a half. This is a total that opened up at 154. And I do think that the right move is being made. I do like the under in the spot. I set my total at 150. And I do think that we are going to be seeing more unders hit, especially in these conference tournaments. Now, these are games that are going to be played on the home court of the team that you always see listed on the betting board. Every single one of these conference tournaments are a little bit different. Like in the Ryzen League, which we're going to be seeing tomorrow, those are going to be some home court games as well before they switch over to a few neutral court games. Some of these are mixed. Some of these are all in a neutral court. But these are going to be true home games for the higher-seeded team. But I do take a look at Queens NC, and it's a fascinating team. They're actually allowing 4.9 points more per 100 possessions when they're at home rather than in a roadside shoot record environment. And it's a Queens NC team that they're looking to play a little bit more up-tempo. They're not playing at a breakneck pace, but they are about 104th in the country in terms of total possessions per game. Got a Florida Gulf Coast team that's relatively slow. They're more around 263rd in the country in terms of total possessions per game. They slow it down quite a bit more when they're in a roadside shoot record environment. And for Queens, what I think is going to be the key for them is what they're able to do down low because you've got Andre Weir on the side of Florida Gulf Coast. He's been able to give the team a double-figure amount of points. And for Florida Gulf Coast, each of your top five scores, they are able to shoot a little bit north of 
from three-point range. Chase Johnson, along with Isaiah Thompson, have been able to combine for about 27 points per game. They do a nice job on that front, but for Queens, you've got Kenny Dye, who's been very versatile, 17 points, four and a half boards, four and a half assists. He's able to can some threes. I like what he's able to bring to the table. They actually dealt with a injury towards the middle part of conference play to their top scorer, Gavin Reigns, which he was reining in the rebounds with a little bit over temper contest. But even with him on the fold, I still think that this is a better rebounding team. As you saw of Jaden Turner down for what? You've also got B.J. McLaurin, who will be able to combine for about 17.5 points per game. You've been able to have Turner be able to do a nice job of being able to lend a little bit of versatility for this team as well. Pop Series doesn't necessarily do so very well. McLaren, he's been the better three-point shooter for this bunch, shooting right around 40% from three-point range. It is a queen team that comes in, having been relatively solid with their offense, not necessarily doing a ton with their defense. And for Florida Gulf Coast, they've been a little bit all over the place with their offense as well. I do think the Queens, with their overall size and just athleticism, I think is going to be a little bit of a tough matchup for a Florida Gulf Coast team that they were really solid in non-conference play. They started out the year very strong with that win over USC, but have lost some steam recently. And I do think that Queens, just in a little bit of better form in general, both of these teams do come into this Atlantic Sun tournament sliding a little bit, but I do like the way that Queens is able to hit the glass as a collective. So I did set them. As a two-point favorite, I'm going to be willing to lay the one and a half with them. And like I said, did set my total at 150. I do think that things are going to throttle down a little bit more in this game. So looking at the under, and I'm looking at Queens. And then you've got 306-519, 306-520. North Florida is going to be playing us to Bellarmine. Bellarmine is an underdog of four and a half points. Your total, it is 140 and a half. And we've seen this total fall a little bit as well. Opener was North Florida being a four-point favorite with a total of 142 and for North Florida, they've been a very curious case because they were really playing at a breakneck pace to begin the season. If you go back to where they were at January 1st, which that pretty much just entails non-conference play as a whole, North Florida was in the top 50 in terms of total possessions per game. They were at the time 47th. They are now outside the top 100 in terms of total possessions per game. So in Atlantic some play, North Florida has decided that they're going to be throttling down a little bit more. Defense still leaving quite a bit of something to be desired. Really, both of these teams have been disastrous on defense. You've got a pair of teams that they rank well outside the top 300 in terms of points a lot on a per-possession basis. But with Bellarmine, you've always got to ask the question, are they going to have enough possessions to be able to get this game over? Because out of your 363 D1 teams, Bellarmine is 360th in regards to total possessions per game. When they're in a roadside shoot record environment, only North Texas and Charlotte play at a slower pace than they do. And for Bellarmine, you've got Gary Tipton, who's able to give you about 13 points per game, but not a lot of rebounding for the team. Justin Betts, he's the guy that threw the ball over his head when Bellarmine was able to go on the road, knock off Louisville earlier this year. He's been able to give you about 8.5 points. He was in there, 3.5 assists, 5.5 rebounds per game, but North Florida's going to have them outgunned with a guy by the name of Carter Hendrickson. He's been able to do a nice job as a 6'6", a little bit of a combo player, 16.5 points. Barry's about 40% of his threes. It's a North Florida team that overall shoots a little bit over 35% from distance, certainly leaving something to be desired on defense, but you're able to say that about both of these teams. And for Bellarmine, offense just has not been there. It is a team that overall may be able to shoot in that neighborhood of about 35.5% 
from three-par range. They've been relatively solid with that respect. Ben Johnson has been able to come on as a scorer. He's been able to give you about 10.5 points per game, but they've been dealing with that injury to Bash Wyland throughout much of the year. He was expected to be one of their main contributors, and with a team in which a hole is greater than some of its parts, when one of your biggest cogs is out of the fold, that does cause for a little bit of, shall we say, flux with this team. And you just take a look at Bellarmine. They enter into this conference tournament not necessarily being able to fire on all cylinders. They have scored 68 points or fewer in four out of their last five games. Defense has not been too bad. They have allowed 70 points or fewer in now six out of their last eight games. I do think that things are going to be reined in a little bit more with this respect. I do recognize that both of these teams are relatively ineffective with their defense. And as a matter of fact, you're able to go back to, well, Friday as to the last time that these two teams played. In that game, North Florida, they were able to get the job done by a count of 79 to 67, but it required a Herculean shooting effort in order to get those points up on the board. As Bellarmine went 8 of 18 from 3 parish, North Florida went 12 of 24 from 3. You do the math, a combined 20 of 44 is what these two teams shot from 3 par range. Do I think both of these teams are going to do a pretty sucky job on defense? Yes, do I think that they're going to shoot north of 47% from three-point range like they did the first time around? No, because this game has much bigger implications than the first time around. So it is a total that I did set at a 138. I do think that we are going to be seeing both of these teams shooting throttle down just a little bit. And I do think that it's going to be, once again, a low-possession, grimy, slow game. So I'm going to be looking at the under. I do think that North Florida, just overall the better team. Jose Placer does a good job of being able to dole out the ball as he also gives you 14 plus points per game. Set North Florida as a six point favorite. So one delay with North Florida and I'm gonna be taking a look at the under as well. And coming up in our number two of the Greg Peterson Experience, we look to say out with the DK Nation picks. We give you that next right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.